Welcome back to the Sports Ethos DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Apatria, here for the new year, January 1st. 2022. It's a wonderful Saturday. We have five games to talk about. New year, same podcast, same content. Looking forward to this slate, guys. Looking forward to this new year. Hope everybody enjoyed their time with friends or family. Hope everyone stayed safe. Uh, Got to watch the ball drop if you're on the East Coast or in the New York area. I mean, I think we watched it over here. Uh, We were an hour behind, so we watched that ball drop at 11 and then celebrated again at 12. But uh, looking forward to a new year and much of the same around the NBA landscape going on with protocols and everything like that. So we have a lot, a lot to get to, even though it's only a five game slate, it should be a banger one. Uh, before we jump into anything, quick shout out to Thrive Fantasy guys. Come prop up with us over there on Thrive Fantasy this NBA season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props with Thrive. You eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 of 20 available prop bets. To build your lineup, each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props, rack up the most points, and win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has over 50000 in guaranteed prizes weekly for the NBA and has awarded over $6 million so far. When you sign up, use that promo code ETHOS, E-T-H-O-S, and you will receive a 100% instant first deposit match on up to $100. You heard that correctly. 100% instant, instant, the keyword, first deposit match on up to $100. You can download Thrive Fantasy in the App Store or Play Store, or you can visit their website at www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop today. So we have five games to talk about, guys, uh, for this New Year's slate. And believe me, it should be a popular slate, one that is filled with action and filled with goodies. A couple teams on back-to-backs. So we will start off at the top. San Antonio Spurs traveling to Detroit, taking on the Pistons in this one. It is a 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game for the injury report. The Pistons, uh, it looks like we got a few guys coming out of the protocol. It remains to be seen whether or not they suit up based on conditioning. So keep an eye out for all that stuff. But uh, as of right now, they're listing these guys out. But it wouldn't shock me if a couple of them, if not all of them, end up playing knowing how you know, riddled with the uh, injuries and, you know, everything going on with this Pistons team. But Cade Cunningham is out of the protocols, along with Josh Jackson, Corey Joseph, Saban Lee, Trey Lyles, uh, Roddy Magruder, and Chris Smith. But again, keep an eye on those guys because they're listed as out at the moment, but things could change. Jeremy Grant still out after that right thumb surgery. Uh, and then we also have Frank Jackson. He's ruled out with that ankle sprain. We saw him you know, hit that pretty hard in the first quarter of that last game. I think it was only four or five minutes in. Still managed to outscore Peyton Pritchard on that slate. Uh, and then Isaiah Livers with right foot soreness is out as well. Kelly Olenek remains out as well. And then we have for the Spurs, no injury report because it is the second half of a back-to-back for this team. Uh, but it looks like DeJounte Murray has cleared protocols. I doubt he plays tonight, though. Uh, I think Woj already came out and said he will start his reconditioning, which leads me to believe he's not playing tonight. This game has a 222.5 game total, one of the higher game totals of the slate. And then we have San Antonio being favored by four and a half points. So I'll start off here with the Spurs. I'm kind of just going to go out and think and assume and and kind of read this podcast and 
uh, build my lineups around the fact that DeJounte is not playing. So immediately Derek White steps right into the role that I want him to be in and becomes one of my favorite guard options on the slate, has the dual eligibility for point guard and shooting guard, making it pretty easy to construct lineups. 7K is not expensive enough for how well this guy's been playing. And listen, if you watch the box scores, you're, you're not going to see all the love that you want to see as far as 33 and a half, 43 and a half, 26.75, and then 44.25 DK points. Looks a little up and down. But it's, uh, it's two different stories, and it just is as simple as that. Uh, when there's a blowout, yeah, he doesn't play big minutes. In two of those games, he has 24 and 16 minutes. In both the games where he's played at least 30, uh, 30 minutes, he's put up at least 43 DK points. This game's expected to stay somewhat close at a four-and-a-half-point spread, so I am all over Derek White. If we see 30 to 35 minutes at him, we're probably looking at another 40 DK points. And at 7K, that is not priced up enough. So sign me up for some Derek White. Some of these other options that we could take a look at um, – you know, it's a good spot for all these players, whether you want to look at Jakob Pertl going against his front court that's riddled. I don't fault you there one bit. Very similar story. He hasn't played more than 27 minutes over the past four games. Uh, but all of these games outside of the Utah one where he got into foul trouble have been pretty wide margin games. Uh, any game that has stayed close, and he's played at least 27 minutes. He's put up at least 36 DK points. So there is another center that I am slightly more enticed about. Uh, but I do think this is a fantastic option for uh, our fantastic spot for Pirtle as well. So, you know, looking at Derek White, looking at Bianca Pirtle, both those guys very, very much in my player pool. And then if you want to take advantage of some of these other, you know, value options, sure, why not? I think we have better value on the slate, but they do make for good pivots off of them given the matchup. Uh, I just don't fully trust them or love their upside. But, you know, Lonnie Walker at 4K becomes an option with DeJounte still out. Uh, you could look at a Bryn Forbes, sure, why not? But again, I'm not I'm not overly excited about those guys. On the other side of the ball, we're getting price bumps for a lot of these guys. Sadiq Bay now all the way up to 8,200. He's coming off of a big stretch of games where he's just been absolutely crushing. Now, if Cade Cunningham and some of these other options happen to suit up for this game, I'm not interested uh, in him or Diallo. Now, with them out, I think we could could stand to look at these two players. Uh, but I'm not overly excited given their price tags. You're really paying for 40-point games. If they do anything less than 40, you're going to be left there holding the bag. So proceed with caution on those two guys. I don't see myself having too many shares of them. And then I think we could take a look at Derek Walton Jr. again, especially with Frank Jackson going down with the injury. He put up 28 DK points in that last one. Uh, and he's just, the dude's been struggling to shoot. He's three over his last 15. Uh but the minutes are going to be there. If Cade is out, if, if Killian Hayes is out, he should be one of the only point guards left on this roster. So, again, it's one of those situations where we have to monitor the news and the information and who's playing. But if both those guys are out, sign me up. I'm good to go with him, even at 4,500. If he knocks down even a little bit of these shots, the assists, the steals, the blocks, all the defensive numbers continue to be there for him. It's just whether or not uh, the shot falls and if those two guys play. So he's probably one of the only piston options outside of the two big guys that I have any real interest in. And again, like I said, I'm really not even that interested in them. And then I think Luca Garza at 4,300. No centers are really left. He played 39 minutes against the Knicks. Only shot one of 10 and still put up 22 DK points. So previous game, he was 7 of 14 in 20 minutes and put up 31. So if we're anywhere in between that 25 to 30 minute range, you should have no problem paying off this 4,300 mark. So absolutely, they're going to need size going against Jakob Pertl. And he's been the go-to option over Czech Diallo with all these other bigs out. So for me, it's going to be the value. It's going to be Garza. It's going to be Derek Walton. But I wouldn't really fault you if you played Diallo or Bay. I'm just not all that interested in them given their price tags. On to the next game, Chicago Bulls traveling to Washington. 
taking on the Wizards. It's another 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. The Bulls on the second half of a back-to-back coming off that big DeMar Rosen buzzer beater. So no injury report for them. But for the Wizards, uh, Davis Bertans, Thomas Bryant, Spencer Dinwiddie, Rui Hachimura, Montrezl Harrell, Aaron Holiday, Raul Neto, Brad Wanamaker have all been ruled out. This game is coming in right now at a wonderful 214.5 game total. Chicago being favored by 1.5 points. We'll start here with the Bulls. There's some options that we can continue to look at, you know, between the big three of Zach Levine, DeRozan, Vucevic, they're all pretty much priced accordingly. Uh, Vuce has been on an absolute rebounding tear, though. Over the past three games, he's got or four games, 16, 20, 17, and 15 rebounds. Uh, he's shooting better from the floor in these now. Uh, that last one, a little bit down at uh, 37.5%, but before that, 57, 47, and 70% from the field. So we're starting to see the Vucevic of old that we like. At 9,300, I'll keep him in my player pool. There's just a few center options that are cheaper that I see myself going to a little bit more. Probably guys uh, that we'll get to on the other side of the ball. I still like Pirtle, you know, even if you wanted to go Garza for some value. But it's going to be hard. I think he makes for a good pivot. I don't expect him to draw a lot of ownership, especially because we have Jokic and Gobert and some other high price centers on this slate. I think most people are either going to spend up or they're going to go down. Uh, but it really depends on your build. So if you're playing multiple entry GPPs and you've got a few lineups in there and you're just trying to be contrarian, that's where he'd come into play. DeRozan at 97. Again, just another dude who's been on an absolute tear coming off of that buzzer beater against Indiana. He struggled from the floor in that game. He really only shot 33%. But what we've seen from DeRozan in the past is even when he's struggling from the floor, he gets to the line. He hit 11 of his 12 foul shots in that game, which really saved his fantasy value. At 9,700, I just don't see myself spending up on these two guys. I prefer somebody on the other side of the ball as well or just trying to work my way up to Jokic. So, again, I think all these spend-up guys on the Bulls are mostly contrarian plays. If I'm looking anywhere, it's going to be the Kobe White. He continues just to play big minutes for this team. Uh, he's facilitating a little bit better. We saw that 12-assist game going against Atlanta. I'm not going to say that's the norm. We're probably normally looking anywhere between three and five assists for him. But the shot attempts are continue to be there. He's been double-digit shot attempts. He's been shooting well from the field over the past five games. Two back-to-back 43-point DK uh, efforts at 4,900 shows you what his upside is. And his floor, you're probably looking at, I mean, we've seen that 13 against Indiana. Uh, that's a little bit of an abnormal game for him. I'd say his floor is probably around that 20 to 24 DK point mark. And at 4,900, we, we're hoping for the ceiling, absolutely. But if he gets us anywhere in between around 30, we'll take that as well. So Kobe White, another dual-eligible uh, point guard and shooting guard option that we could take a look at. And that's going to be the theme of tonight's slate is that there's a lot of those guys. So don't get married to any one of them. Uh, I think a lot of these guys are going to be in play. But Kobe White's my top option, and I wouldn't mind a contrarian spend up on one of these other guys. And that's it for me over there in Chicago. On to the Washington side of the ball. A lot to like over here for me. Uh, Bradley Beal coming in at a high price tag of 10-3. But we're looking at back-to-back 55 DK point games for Beal. We're starting to see that upside. He's handling the ball more. Over his past five games, he's got 10 assists in two of them, seven assists in that one against Utah, and then five in the other. So with all these point guards out, we're pretty much seeing point Beal. And with the usage being so high, with the ball being in his hands a little bit more and facilitating, the upside's high. So he's definitely one of my favorite spend-ups on this slate at 10-3 in this Chicago matchup. It's not really an up pace environment for him whatsoever, but it's just the role that he's going to be handling that I am interested in. So Definitely sign me up for some Beal. My other favorite play on this slate or in this game, and one of my favorite plays on the slate, is going to continue to be Daniel Gafford. Give me the minutes of Daniel Gafford. The shot attempts are never immense or anything like that, but he's played 30-plus minutes in two games straight with Montrezl Harrell out. He should continue to do that. And back-to-back 35 DK point games, 35.25 and 36.25. 
I think that we're looking at a floor of around 30 DK for him and an upside of 40 to 50 even with Daniel Gafford. Just the way he can just rack up blocks and steals. Never going to be huge on the offensive end, but the rebounds always seem to be comfortable with him right around that 8 to 10 mark. I really like Daniel Gafford. He's my favorite center on the slate. 5,600, he'll probably be in most of my lineups. And then I'll pair him with a little bit of Beal here and there. And at that point, it might make sense to run back some Chicago guys if you wanted to do a little mini game stack, but there's a lot of spots to spend. Uh, those are the two main options I'm looking at. And if you wanted to do a little pivot on Catavius Caldwell Pope, who's had at least 25 DK points in four out of the last five at 4,900, sure. Uh, I guess he would be that pivot off of a guy like Kobe White. He also has dual eligibility at small forward and shooting guard. So you can, you know, it comes down to construction with him. But those are the three guys I'm really looking at. I wish we had Traymont Waters in our player pool. He's not in there yet. He'd probably be starting or playing a decent amount of the point guard. Yeah, he probably won't start. But he'll play a decent amount of minutes for this team. Uh, just not an option on DraftKings right now at the moment. But if you're doing any prop bets or anything like that, you can definitely look at a guy like Traymont Waters. On to the third game, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time game. Los Angeles Clippers traveling to Brooklyn. It's a 7.30 start time. Before we get into this, though, quick shout-out to Manscaped, guys. Head over to Manscaped. New year, new you. Start taking male grooming seriously. And when you head over there, you can use that promo code HOOPBALL20. You get 20% off plus free shipping on your entire first purchase. So anything from the Perfect Package 4.0 kit, maybe you just want to get the Lawnmower 4.0, plenty of products. And if you head over there, don't forget to use that promo code HOOPBALL20, and you get 20% off plus free shipping. Absolutely fantastic products, guys. You hear me mention them all the time, and it's for good reason. They have good stuff. Uh, I I got my quick charging razor. I mean, I, I got my 4.0 in. Uh, it's, it's fantastic, and I still use the 3.0 as well just because it hasn't broken. It's still going. It's still ticking. It's still fast charging. Uh, you know, so I almost wanted to wait to use the 4.0. I tried it out. And listen, it's upgraded for a reason. Uh, but uh, their products last. It's just that it, waterproof, quick charging, fantastic stuff. And they have everything you need outside of just the regular, uh, you know, shavers and no, ear, nose and hair trimmer from their body washes and everything else. A fantastic line of products. And then I also want to give another quick shout out to ExpressVPN. We, we've been partnering with these guys for quite some time. Uh, happy, it's, you know, tis the season of giving, uh, but stop giving away your personal information to your ISP. On top of overcharging, your ISP is allowed to legally sell your browsing history and third-party advertisers for a ton of cash. Take the privacy back with ExpressVPN. Head over to our special promotional link at expressvpn.com slash hoopball. It's the old name, but that's how long we've been working with them. We're going to get an upgraded one soon. Uh, they get three bonus months on a 12-month subscription. It's super easy. Turning it on just takes one click, and it works great with streaming services like Netflix or sports packages like League Pass as well. One more time, that's expressvpn.com slash hoopball to grab three months of free. Bonus. Clippers going to Brooklyn now. Back to where we were talking about the good stuff, the slate breakdown. For this game right now, the Nets, it's Joe Harris and Kyrie Irving out. Clippers on the second half of the back-to-back, so we do not have their injury report just yet. But we saw a few guys return for them. Brooklyn's being favored by 11 points in this one, so it is the largest spread of the night, 213 and a half game total. Starting off with the Clippers here, decent options. We got some decent options here. Um, everyone's kind of still a little priced up, like Reggie Jackson at 81, no thank you. I think Bledsoe at 67 with Reggie Jackson back in there, no thank you. I think you continue to look at Terrence Mann at 53. You continue to look at Kennard at 52. I think both these guys are okay and solid options. They got decent floors. They got decent ceilings. Um 
I think I'll end up going other spots personally. The only real spots I'd really consider would be like a guy like Marcus Morris Sr., who's just been rolling and chugging along. He's playing all the minutes he can handle, back-to-back 38-minute efforts. And in those games, he's put up 36 and 41 DK points. And he's actually now been on such a roll that he has at least 20 actual points in six of his last seven games. So I think he's definitely an option. You know, you could be worried about the spread. You could be worried about anything else. But he's going to continue to play big minutes and take the majority of shot attempts alongside of Reggie Jackson for this team. So I'm good with Marcus Morris. And the back-to-back slightly worries me. Slightly worries me. But if you're looking for a center option or a power forward option near men's salary, you continue to look at Serge Ibaka. He only played 18 minutes against Toronto. Uh, but with Hartenstein in the protocols, now with Zubats in the protocols, they're going to be running a lot of Morris at center and then a lot of Serge Ibaka. I anticipate that we see a little bit more Serge at center in this game simply because he was limited in the front half of the back-to-back when, they, uh, when the game started. You know, I wouldn't say necessarily got completely out of hand, but it was evident that they were losing. Uh, and then now we're talking about a team that plays a little bit bigger. Not huge, but they got Claxton. They have Aldridge back. They have some options that they can run in that front court where Ibaka at 3,300 becomes a rock-solid option for us to take a look at. On the Brooklyn side of things, Durant and Harden both at a expensive price. 11-4 for Durant, 11-5 for Harden. Harden continued to con- keep on chugging along in that last one with a 33-point triple-double. I still prefer Harden just because he's going to get us most of those ancillary stats, and he's finally getting comfortable after he began running this offense with Durant out. So, yes, fire me up some Harden. I'm good with him. He's not my favorite spend-up on the slate, but he's certainly in play and an option that we could take advantage of. Outside of those two guys, I'm really not interested in much else. Everybody else is kind of healthy, and we're seeing them just kind of split the usage, split the minutes. You know, Claxton at 4-9 has been playing 30 minutes back-to-back games, and he's certainly an option that you could look at. I prefer to find the extra money for Gafford, though. It's just that simple for me. But if you don't have it, maybe looking at Claxton isn't a terrible thing. But keep in mind, those 30-minute efforts, one of them was without Aldridge. Aldridge is back. They're kind of going to split the time. We might even see a little bit of them play at the 4 and the 5 together. But I'm not all that interested. He's just an option I'm keeping in my player pool. Two games left. Denver traveling to Houston, taking on the Rockets. This is an 8 p.m. start time for the Nuggets. Vlaco Kankar and Aaron Gordon, Austin Rivers, all questionable. P.J. Dozier, Jeff Green, Bones Highland, Monte Morris, Jamal Murray, Zeke Naji, and Michael Porter Jr. have been ruled out. The Rockets are on the second half of a back-to-back, so there is no injury report. 222.5 game total, Denver being favored by six in this one. There's a lot to like here, guys, a lot to like. Uh, looking at this Denver team, we'll start at the top with Jokic. Absolutely, he's my favorite spend-up. There's no doubt about it. The dude's just an absolute truck. Uh, and he just continues to motor along. If you have the 12-6, sure. If you're trying to get two studs in there and you can't afford them, that's the only time I'm not playing Jokic. There's also some other options where you could get exposure to Denver without having to play him and still feel comfortable. But 19, 22, and 21 rebounds over his past three games. No Monte Morris in the lineup means he's going to be facilitating even more. This feels like it's a triple-double spot. It's a pace-up spot going against Houston. They don't really have a body that they can match with him. They could try Christian Wood. It won't work. Looks like Sangoon's probably going to end up missing this game after getting hurt last night, so... It's going to be a challenge for them to try to contain Jokic. I think we're looking at 60 points from him here, possibly even more. Outside of him, Will Barton at 62 continues to be just a force. A very consistent player, at least 30 DK points over the past three games. He had 36.5 against Golden State, where he put up 21 actual points. Shot attempts continue to be up. He'll be required to facilitate a little bit more as well with no Monte Morris and some of these other guards that are out of the lineup. So at 62, 
I don't mind him. The problem is, is that he only has shooting guard eligibility. If he had that small forward eligibility, I would have more shares. And then I want to talk about Facundo Campazzo because I think he's one of the better value plays on the slate at 4,200. Guy's been playing decent minutes, played at 32 in that last one. Now we're talking no Monte Morris. He's never an elite scorer or anything of that. He's never probably going to have more than six or seven shot attempts. But a guy that can rack up assists and steals awfully quickly and at 4,200 in a fast-paced matchup, a guy that can rack up steals, yeah, sign me up. I'm good with him. I think him and Jokic are probably my two favorite plays. And then I don't mind looking at a little bit of Will Barton as well. On the Houston side of the ball, it's a little bit of a different story. We're starting to see these guys get back to full health. Kevin Porter Jr. coming in at 8K. Struggled in that last one after coming off of a big one against the Lakers. I think it's good to go back to the well. If you want to spend the 8K on him, I wouldn't fault you. Kind of wish he was more around that $76 to $7,800 range. But on a five-game slate, I'm not going to go nitpicking over $200. You know, if, if I need it and it makes sense, sure. But we know his ability to just rack up stats now. It's not the same situation that we were in with Jalen Green out where he was routinely putting up 40 every night. So that's my one worry is that, you know, with Jalen Green in there, Jalen Green is going to handle the ball a little bit. He's going to insert himself on this offense. So – Keep that in mind, but he's still a rock-solid option, and I am looking at him and Jalen Green, but that takes guys like Eric Gordon out of the equation for me. Uh, probably won't be going to too much Christian Wood at 8,800. Just not the greatest matchup for him. He's been struggling over the past few games, so I'm good with uh, just looking at Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green for the most part. And now if we do see that Sangoon sits, which is what I'm expecting, he twisted his ankle in that game against the Heat. Uh, it could equal more minutes for Daniel Tice or KJ Martin, maybe a couple extra minutes for David Nwaba. It will probably just be a split amongst those three guys. If anybody gets the biggest boost, I imagine it's probably going to be Daniel Tice because they're going to need front court bodies to go against Jokic. But at 3,400, there's always risk associated with it because he really needs to play at least 22 to 24 minutes uh, to feel really comfortable about him. And if he's in that 18 to 17 minute range, I'll leave him out for other people. But Definitely someone to maintain and think about if you just happen to land on them. Final game of the night, Golden State Warriors traveling to Utah. Before we get into that, we got another shout-out to another one of our presenting sponsors, guys. You heard about them as well. We've been with them for a long time. So before we sign off, go head over to mybookie.ag, one of the number one betting platforms out there. They have a full casino platform as well. If you wanted to play some blackjack or roulette, use that promo code HOOPBALL20 when you head over there. Uh and just check them out, guys. I mean, uh, there's not much more that we need to say. They're absolutely fantastic. So go check out mybookie.ag. And I'm sorry, the uh, the code is just HoopBall, not HoopBall20. HoopBall, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, on the third page of sign up to unlock the deposit match bonuses there. Now, final game of the night, one that should be one of the better basketball games of the night to watch. Golden State Warriors traveling to Utah. For the injury report, Draymond Green, Damian Lee, Clay Thompson, James, James Wiseman all rolled out. Utah in the second half of the back-to-back. They should have Mike Conley back. He rested in that last one because uh, it was a back-to-back. And he's been just really kind of shouldering the load for the two games that Donovan Mitchell has forced to miss. We'll start off with Golden State here. Steph Curry coming in at 11-8. High price tag for Curry. Probably won't be paying it. Just that simple. I'd rather pay up for Jokic. I'd rather go to Harden. Uh, I'd rather go down to Beal. I think Beal has a decent chance to outscore him on raw points uh, for $1,500 cheaper. So I'm not playing any Steph Curry. The guys I will play are going to be some of these value options in the front court. Whether you want to look at uh, who I expect to draw the start would be Juan Toscano-Anderson. So he'll probably be looking at about 28, 30 minutes, 3,700. Not the greatest matchup on paper, but I'm good with going there. Uh, also, I want to look at Nemanja Bielitsa. Uh, he continues to be just one of the engines that could off the bench. 
He's a better point-per-minute producer than Juan Toscano. I don't think he will start, but I do think he will play at least 22 to 25 minutes. and becomes a great pivot because while everyone just kind of sees who starts and goes there immediately, uh, I think there's a decent chance Belisa could even outscore Juan Toscano. I expect them to be very, very similar, very close as far as DK points, but one will have a ton of ownership while the other one won't. So there's your pivot, but if you feel comfortable just going with the starter and where the minutes are, I don't fault you. I just expect Belisa just to shoot a little bit more. And probably knock down a couple extra shots. Those are the two main guys. I wouldn't mind if you want to look at Kevon Looney. We saw that he always kind of gets a little bit of a bump when Draymond sits. It's just, you know, 3,800. There's a ton of centers on this slate. It's a good price tag, just not a good matchup. So those are the three main guys I'm looking at. Now, if you wanted to go to Leonardo Porter, I probably won't. 52 is not a bad price tag, but... Uh, he was really just thriving when these wings like Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins were out. Both of these guys are back in there. I don't see myself going to those two guys in the mid-tier just because I already mentioned a lot of other mid-tier value plays. If I had to go to, it would be Wiggins. But I still, I give me Derek White for $400 cheaper. Unless it's small forward eligibility that you're looking for. Just don't see the reason to really play Wiggins over him at shooting guard. Same thing with Poole. rather spend the extra $400. And on to the Utah side of things. Now, Mitchell, 9-8. It's a little bit too expensive for me. It's a great, great slate and great, great matchup for him. I played a ton of Mitchell in that last night's game, but that was because we knew Conley was sitting and he'd be handling the ball ever so slightly more. He came out and put up 39 actual points on 12-21 shooting, 33 the game before that, so he has been rolling. I just don't see another 30-plus game coming out of him in this one. I'm expecting more around that 26-27 point range. And, yeah, give me Beal over him, uh, knowing that Beal is going to be the lone facilitator for his team. For only $500 more, I think that's the option I'd look at. I'm not paying $9,600 for Gobert. Centers do crush Golden State, don't get me wrong. He has all the makeup to have a 50-point game here. But 50 is just hitting value for him at $9,600. I prefer to play a guy like Gafford. Gafford gives me 40 and Gobert gives me 50. Uh, yeah, I'm a winner because I had Gafford for like $4,200 less, allowing me to spend up in other spots. I, like I said, I do expect that we will see Mike Conley back in this one after resting, which will take away some of the luster away from guys like Jordan Clarkson. Uh, keep an eye on Joe Ingles. He missed last night's game due to back injury, back soreness. Uh, if he misses again, I think it's a small, nice little bump going to guys like Royce O'Neal, but even more so Rudy Gay. Uh, he came out there, played about 25 minutes in that last game, put up a solid 24.5 DK points at 3,600. If he's going to be playing 24 to 26 minutes, I think he has no problem, especially in this matchup, hitting value and becomes one of my favorite under-the-radar value plays. And that brings us home. That is everything. That is the entire slate. So now we're going to get into our player tier segment where I give you two players from each tier that I am targeting in an expensive tier. Nikola Jokic, 12-6. Mentioned him. Not much more needs to be said. Great matchup. Not the greatest of price tags, but the matchup's fantastic. Knowing that there's no point guard over there, he'll have to facilitate a little bit more. We're probably looking at close to a triple-double and 65 to 60 DK points out of him in this one. Uh, the other, the other spend-up would be, for me, Bradley Beal at 10-3. No Spencer Dinwiddie, no Aaron Holiday, no Raul Neto. They just signed Tremont Waters. He's going to have to play mostly point guard for this team. He already has an insanely high usage where he's taken at least 23 shot attempts in three out of the last four games. Give him a higher assist total. The matchup's okay, but for all those reasons, I think Bradley Beal is a fantastic option, even at 10-3, where it's a pretty hefty price tag. In the mid-tier, Two options that I see being in a majority of my lineups would be Derek White at 7K. As long as DeJounte Murray is off the floor, he should continue just to thrive. Expect this game to stay closer uh, than some of these other ones have been in the past. And if he plays 30 minutes, there's no way he does not hit value in my mind. So 
Give me some uh, Derek White at 7K. And then Daniel Gafford, who you heard me mention several times throughout the show. He's my favorite center option. At 5,600, he should play at least 30-plus minutes unless he finds himself into foul trouble, which could happen going against Vooch, but I highly doubt it. Uh, and then no Montrezl Harrell. I guess, I don't, I don't know. I don't really need to say much more. He's a great point-per-minute guy. 5,600, he should be probably around that 7K mark with Derek White. Given the circumstances, it wouldn't be shocked if he's up to 65 next game or 66 next game if he plays another 30. And then for the value, uh, Facundo Campazzo, 4,200. No point guards over there in Denver. So you're looking at him playing a boatload of minutes. Sign me up. I'm good there. Uh, and then we'll do, for the other value play, it's going to be pick your poison. Uh, I think between Juan Toscano Anderson and Nemanja Belizia, uh, I think both those guys very, very much in play. I'll probably end up with uh, equal shares of both of them. But like I said, Toscano, JTA is definitely going to draw more ownership. So if you're playing the ownership game, you probably want to lean Belizia. That is it. That is everything now to our other segment, to our fantasy top two player props of the night. Give me Nikola Vucevic, uh, Vucevic, if I can have, stop slurring my words over here. I need a sip of water. I've been talking too much. 11 and a half rebounds over equals 110 points. Sign me up. I'm good to go there. I think that's uh, a great prop considering what his rebounding totals have looked like over the past three to four games. He's been absolutely crushing. Uh, and it's a good it's a good amount. It's not like it's even, you know, a break even uh, 100. It's 110. Uh, and for a guy that's literally put up 16, 20, 17, and 15 the past four games and has easily paid that off, going against a front court that only has Daniel Gafford, yeah, I think Vooch has pretty good shot at hitting that 11 and a half rebounding total. So give me the over there. Uh, and then the other one I took, um, or I will take, that I seen a little bit earlier would probably be the – where was it? Where was it? Where was it? There's two that really stood out to me. It was Vooch. And then I think that we can look at probably the Kevin Porter Jr. over on assists at five and a half. I think that's a good option. It's an equal 100 for the over and under. I'll take the over on five and a half. And if we need to throw one more in there, we could throw the Jokic rebounds uh, and assists. I think he's got a good chance of having a nice large triple-double in this matchup. Uh, and with no point guards in there, he will be having a higher assist total. So 21 and a half for that over gives you 105. So there are three plus bets I think that are going to be worthwhile to take. You can follow me on Twitter. At Mike Apatria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. As always, get at me. Get, get at me with any questions, or you can jump at me in the Discord if you're a member over there as well. It's only $4.99 in a month for that DFS pass over here at Sports Ethos. And then give us a five-star rate and review. If you were listening to that last show I did, you probably heard me mention, I will be doing a little contest for those who have reviewed. Uh, screenshot it. Tag me in it on Twitter. First 10 people that do that will be entered in a, a drawing. Uh, put give me your favorite team. I'll send you some memorabilia for your team, whether it's a rookie card or an autograph or something. I have a little bit of every single team and every single player. Uh, as you guys know, I am a sports collecting card junkie, so I have something for you. Just tag it on Twitter. First 10 people to do so with their review. Five star uh, will be entered into that contest. So doesn't need to be overnight, but the sooner it happens, the better. It's going to be the first 10 people, so make sure you jump on it. And for those who have already reviewed, take a friend's phone. Take your wife's phone, girlfriends, husbands, whatever it might be, boyfriends. Uh, do it with their phone, and you will be entered as well. Uh, yeah, that's all I want to see. Screenshot, tagged on Twitter, you are entered. We'll be back tomorrow. Santino will be handling that Sunday slate for you guys. He'll be going through it solo dolo. Give you guys the goodness, goodness. Give you guys the information that you need. Take down some of these tournaments and some of these slates. As always, thank you for listening. Enjoy your new year. Hope everyone had a great night. Let's go win some tournaments.